Welcome to the Wifed Up Now What podcast. This is your millennial marriage management advice, your one-stop shop. So if you are a wife-to-be or a new wife and is trying to figure out how do I manage this marriage that I have gotten myself into, you are in the right place. Mm -hmm. I'm Corielle. And I am TK, TK. And this is the Grown Woman TV original, okay? The number one, the big boss Let's podcast. You already know what to do. Go ahead and like, comment. Comment, subscribe, and while you at it, go ahead and get that Roku app. We on there too. Yes. Any place that you can find your favorite podcast, your favorite yes. show, Grown Woman TV is also in that space. And we have a very special guest that's joining us today. We got Dr. Tiffany in the building. Hi. Hi. Thank so you so much. For I'm gonna go me. ahead and let you introduce yourself. And then we're yes. gonna have a little fun before we get a little. Frisky. Okay. Very well. well. I am Dr. Tiffany Davis Henry. I'm a licensed psychotherapist. I'm a sex therapist and um, I do the thing. So I. Um, I, I don't even know where to start because it's just so, it's it's a lot. That resume so it's long. A it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. So um, I think I originally, like I'm a sex therapist here um, in Atlanta. I have been, I've hosted TV shows on ABC, The Revolution, um, a nighttime talk show called All About Sex on TLC. Um, I've done Good Morning America, Today's Show, Dr. Oz, Steve Harvey, Drew Barrymore, The Talk, The View, all Put the things. Put some respect on her name um, is what she's saying. Do some writing, have my own podcast, Intimate Details Podcast. Um, mm. We also, I have a CBD line, Shop Kinky Green. Yes. Come on. Um, private practice here in Atlanta. Just a lot. All of the yes. things. All the things. So All the things. If y'all can't read between the lines, this <laughs> week's episode is entitled Wifey Keeps It Spicy. And we got Ooh. the we gotta keep spicy, spicy doctor herself in the building. Yes. Um, <laughs> and this, it's going to be a little juicy conversation, but it's mm -hmm. a really important conversation as well. Very because important. when we look at the um, statistics around divorce, when we look at the leading causes of divorce, like sexual incompatibility, um, mm -hmm. infidelity, all of these things are at the top of the mm -hmm. list. And we know these things, but we're not really having conversations about right. it. A lot of these topics are taboo. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of this Wifed Up Now What podcast is like, okay, girl, I'm wifed up, but now what? Like, yes. what do I do now? Yes. How do I keep this thing going? Because we're not trying to be a statistic out here. Okay. But you know what? Kudos to you guys for, for this ingenious idea, because a lot mm -hmm. of people suffer in silence for a lot of different things, whether it's health issues, but certainly when there's trouble in your marriage, a lot of times people don't feel like they have somebody to go to mm. to talk about these things. Yeah. So the fact that you're opening the door to these conversations and just creating a space for women to kind of figure these things out before they start having these conversations, mm. I think is key. So kudos to you guys. Thank, Thank you. I appreciate it. And you, I appreciate you the are space. a wife. Yes. And how yes. long have you been in the game? Wow. Um, we got married in 07. Um, I'm not going to do the math because okay, that's okay, not okay. my strong suit. <laughs> we we ce celebrate every single year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got married in 07. We dated, though, for six years prior to being married. So we have and I have we have a nine year old okay. daughter. So we partied hard and, you know, loved on each other for a long period of time, got married, partied some more. And then, you know, had a kid. And so our, I feel like our foundation because of that is really, really strong. Wow. And he married a sex therapist. So, I that mean, part. things okay. are great. That part. Okay. Things I know are great. Right. So, who, so who better to have here? <laughs> okay. 
in the hot seat, right? Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's this funny picture that we're Mm going to show up on the screen somewhere. I'm going to show it to you. Okay. It's not going to show up on that screen. All right. (laughs) I got this one, though. TK, I got it this time for real. And my question is, because today's topic is all about intimacy, intimacy, so the question is, is there such thing as too close? See, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I remember this. I'm not doing that. So a double toilet, guys. Do you, is that where you draw the line? Um, no, I drew the line way before that. (laughs) We didn't even get there. So a double toilet to me, like, I I do feel like there are some things in every, and let me preface this by saying every, every couple is different. Hmm. And the line for me may not be the line for you. That is what, like, we're not even in the same, no. Not in the same neighborhood. No, not for me personally. However, I don't want to yuck your yum. Hmm. Okay, if that works for you and God bless you, if you find someone else who Who that that works for, that's That's the thing, Hmm. because oftentimes, especially in relationship, we are looking we're looking for the wrong thing. And if really that's what you want, those questions need to be asked way er way earlier in the relationship, because I'm not I'm not there. And my husband and I are never going to be there. I have no intention of being there. And if he (laughs) wants me there, then we need I need to, fi- we need to figure some Y'all things out. Y'all gotta talk out. about it. What about yeah. you? Girl, no. what? Can you, no? It, no, so, yes and no. Okay. Okay. Is there such thing as too close? Yeah, I feel too like intimacy. I, I do feel like it can, what's the word I'm trying to use? I, like, I don't want to know everything so fast. <laughs> everything that I don't have to know. Right. Like, right, I don't right. need to know if what color your, your business, poop yeah. is. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't God. need to know if it's runny or was it hard or was it like... Oh, but there are some people that like actually talking about those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because was your answer that it's, it's subjective, basically, for... I mean, everybody has their thing, you know? Everybody has their thing. Everybody has their kink. Some people get down <laughs> like that, you know? And that's fine. Yeah, as yeah. long as you're partnered with mm. someone who... who I hate to say you. equally yoked, but... Literally. Well, and as long as you're partnered with someone who gets down like that as well. What, mm. what comes into my office is someone who is partnered with someone who is not of the same mind and body mm. and you're trying to coerce okay. or convince we them that yeah. we should be doing this together and it's yeah. just like that that's no, not my thing not necessarily the case yeah mm. these, not necessarily the these case. conversations are so interesting to me because I've considered yeah. myself to be very closed minded in a lot of areas mm-hmm. and so my initial answer would have been I think there's a such thing as too close like I think that there are just some things that and guess what that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's it's so fine to maintain that boundary. Mm, okay. It is you give so yourself permission <laughs> to maintain that boundary if that is your boundary. Yeah, yeah. It's I, fine. This it, it reminds me of my my mother. Like she was very she was a very discreet woman. Mm-hmm. Like there was one thing that she was like, "Your man don't need to see you naked all the time." Your man don't need to know when you're on the on your on your cycle. Your man yeah. doesn't need to know if you use tampon. Like it was a very discreet and that was something that I held to a standard then I was yeah. like sometimes I'm walking around this house naked yeah, yeah. I, if I get out the shower and my panties are in the other room I'm gonna be naked for a minute yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be yeah. naked for a little while and so I feel like my mind is broadening yeah. and these type of conversations awesome. I think help too I think what what tends to happen we grow up 
And and rightfully so, our parents teach us values, right? They mm. give us values. They tell us what, you know, what's moral and immoral, mm. right? Yeah. It's not until we start getting into our own, smelling ourselves and starting to kind of using our own brains, right? Yeah. And starting to think about the world from our own viewpoint and not yeah. theirs, yeah. you know? And they're coming into that. They're giving you that wisdom based on their own experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you hadn't lived yet. Yeah. You start growing up up and living and then you like you know what this damn it I pay rent here okay <laughs> let me make some rules up in this house my nipples want to feel this air okay. conditioning let's go baby gonna get what this the baby gonna get what it absolutely. absolutely so there's a statistic speaking of parents there's a statistic mm. that says that 60 per, 67% of new parents report a decline in relationship satisfaction mm. during the first 3 years of a That's baby's funny. life aka Shit is gonna hit the fan once you start having these kids. Once you have a family, sixty-seven percent of people. 60. These ain't my words, okay? This is sixty-seven percent of people are saying mm-hmm. that they're not as satisfied in their um, mm-hmm. relationship. Are you getting this conversation? I, I'm. I know the answer. It's hilarious. But... No, 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 no. What's hilarious to me? This was my dissertation topic. Mm. It was um, low sex desire in women a comparative study amongst stay-at-home and working mothers. Oh, talk mm. about it, please. And, well, here's the thing. Here's This is what I'm I stay found. Home. Are you? I am. Have okay. been for eight here's years. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether you stay at home or not. Hmm. You're going to have low sex desire. So all hmm. women have low sex desire? Is that the bottom here's, line? Here, oh my God. at some point, <laughs> I'm not saying that you do, <laughs> right? Okay. At some point in our lives, the statistic is that mm. 80% of women, at some point, will have low sex desire. Hmm. That does not mean, and I think that that number is low, actually. I think Mm. that at some point we all do, Mm. right? And it's dependent on so many different things. It could be dependent on illness. It could be dependent on medication. It could be dependent on hormones. It could be dependent on stress, lack of sleep, depression, um, the fact that I don't like the person that I'm sleeping with, you know, cheating history. Mm -hmm. It could be dependent on so many different things. There's Mm -hmm. so many reasons, and that's what the study ended up finding was there are so many different reasons why a stay-at-home mom might be super exhausted. Number one, her day is 24 hours as opposed to going to work at a job for eight hours and then coming home. Help. Right? So (laughs) if a stay-at-home mom could get up at eight or check Uh. in at nine and then be off the clock at five, she'd have energy for a lot more. I pray my husband tunes in to this 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 podcast. But the fact of the matter is, at five o'clock, she's figuring out what dinner is, and at six second, o'clock, she's trying to make sure all the homework started. and yes, Bad all the homework, the kids. baths, all of that. Hopefully, she gets to watch her own TV program. Oh, no, maybe, but she's probably chance. you know continuing doing all of the things that happen. So she works, ending up working like 12, 14 hour days as opposed to an eight hour. Hmm. So to think that at that point this tap comes on her shoulder and all she, she wants to do all she up. wants to do is be left sleep. alone and sleep mm. and do what she wants to do mm. so i mean it's a it we all experience it and i think when we start to be honest about that and give ourselves permission to feel how we feel in whatever moment, but also to advocate for ourselves mm. um, and ask for what we need in the time that we need it. And hopefully we partnered with someone who recognizes that and is willing to give us that when mm. we need it. 
marriage that requires so much self awareness. It does Charlie. because your husband will pick up things about you that you may not even picked up about oh, you. Baby. Like you don't even know the root of, oh, of course not the things to be able to communicate so that he can understand. Of under- course not. Yeah, it's <sighs> marriage. It is, is a one of the most vulnerable positions that we can place ourselves in, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and for women um, like ourselves who are driven, who um, aren't really used to asking for help or mm. don't want to, you know, depend on someone else, it can be really challenging because what you need in relationship is community. You need help. You need to not be able, have to do it all alone. Mm-hmm. And when you get that, when you allow someone, when you partner with someone and allow them in to pick all of that up and you can trust them to do it, mm. you can trust them with your heart, you That's can the, trust them to whole do the thing. Layer. Whole nother layer. Are you but when actually that happens, do it, it it doesn't matter as much that I'm as tired as I am because yeah. you've lifted some a weight off of me that now I can I can actually give you I have the capacity I have the room to give you something that you need in this moment as oh, well. I got so much. I saw a clip and I probably girl I sent you 25,000 clips but I saw a clip that um the woman was saying like in this stage in this season what turns her on mm-hmm. foreplay for mm-hmm. her treat me right. Sure. Help me around this house. Make the sure the basics. kids. Make sure that you didn't done something for these kids. Make the sure basics. that you have taken care of something to lighten my load. Like that's what's gonna make me want to take these panties yeah. off. Right. That's what's gonna get me excited. Not right. the things that I cared about when I was twenty one. Because right. I don't care about that anymore. At this season, it really is about that. It is about sure. showing up as a partner. Showing up as a partner, not Sexy. as just like, well, these are my wife's tasks and these are my tasks. Because all of the tasks belong to both of our our tasks. Right. So if the kids need to be bathed, you're not really waiting on me to get the bath water running. If you see they dirty, tell them to get their asses upstairs and start running a bathtub. I feel like that's a language they have not tapped into. Well, and has it ever been required? Facts. Has it ever been required? And and here's the thing. And we've, I'm not saying we, right? But I'm saying as women, sometimes we've created a culture because Mm. we are... Exhausted. No, 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 no. Because we are so damn good Good at it so much. We do it all. What we do, what we tend to do, and I don't want to put all women and all men in any category or any box, but what we tend to do, we see something that needs to be done and we do it. Yeah. We jump to it. That's true. We don't allow things to linger, honey. We ain't got time to tarry. Okay. okay? When shit <laughs> need to be tarry. done, we go do it. <laughs> okay. And so, and that's how our minds work. And yeah. we're so fast with it. We are. It comes natural. You ain't even it know does. you realize you're doing it. Oh it's just Where it is for them, it that is not something that they as a culture, as a male culture, have ever had to do. Hmm. Especially if they've had a woman, a black woman especially, that will pick that up. Whether it be their mom, auntie, grandmother, sister, or whatever. Yeah. So what we have to learn is where we where we come from hmm. into relationship, where this person is coming. Because the things that we're mad at our spouses about and our partners about, it may be things that they don't even recognize about themselves. Going back to what you said, yeah. like you learn so much about yourself mm-hmm. when you, once you're in this type of relationship with someone. Yeah. You learn, damn, I am selfish. Shit, I ain't realize damn. what I was doing all <laughs> right. that. Because you've been oh, with yourself. Right. Only I for don't so pick long. up after myself. Oh, yeah. I could initiate um, helping out or getting dinner started when you're working. Late. Mm. I never really thought about it. I just thought you liked cooking all the time. I that didn't part. realize that this was something I could take off your plate. Oh, I could wash yeah. the dishes since you cook. Yeah. 
Sure could. Are you feeling like most women are just having the difficulty in expressing it? Or do you also think there is a layer into how we are expressing the need you know what? for you to partner? A little bit of both. I do think that we walk into, <laughs> I think our biggest mistake, one of our biggest mistakes is walking into a relationship thinking that our partner is just going to read our mind and understand what it is we want and need. But you do know? you think it's because we do that? Because I feel I like think that I can we over anticipate what the needs of everyone in the house is and we go forth and fill those needs, fill in all those gaps and holes. For sure. Because and we want somebody to do that for us. I know. Marry Out a woman. Loud. Marry a woman. <laughs> I, I think it's a man woman thing. We I mean, want somebody. It? Yes. We I think but I mean I also think that we love in the way that we want to be loved. Think about love languages, yes. you know? Yes. We love we we love somebody down trying to show them this is Ooh, what I need. This really. is how I want to be loved. They're all in there enjoying it. They love it. But that, that that doesn't mean that that's their love language. I'm going to tell you, my husband told me that. I'm like, I'm cleaning this and I'm cooking gourmet meals and I'm mm-hmm. He's like, "Babe, I really don't care at all about none of that. Mm-hmm. It could be a laundry, a, a pal- you don't appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. But that's but not, it's not thing. Yeah, yeah he, that's not, he's doing love, it to show love and he's like, and that's what I want. want me and I'll okay. be good. That's, <laughs> that's all I literally it. He literally wants to be called Big Daddy and put and it down it, on yeah, him. That's yeah. about it. But I'm over here cleaning thinking he really wants this mm-hmm. clean house. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, that's, let me figure out what you what actually want. And so now that I we want. know that, yeah. brother, let me tell you how you can get you can get easy access to exactly what you want. If I come home, because I believe back to what you were initially saying, foreplay starts well before the bedroom. Mm. You know, so foreplay for you looks like I already called a housekeeper. She gonna be there on Friday at ten o'clock. You leave the house. Mm, sounds you good don't even me. have to be there while she's there. Oh, leave the house. Putting you in a mood. And let me let me go <laughs> ahead and dr- get these J's for you because I know I heard you when you said you wanted a pair. Just go on over to Nordstrom and pick them up because yes, I've already ordered them. Uh huh. Get you some lunch while you're there. Call Coke. She's gonna meet you for lunch. Oh my goodness. And uh, just I come back. Y'all are watching. Just come back at five and everything will be done. I'll pick up the kids. Don't worry about it. I got this taken. Those are the acts of service that you need. And I promise you, she will not come home with panties on. What? That what? Okay. Be, we don't know where they at. The kids like, no, no, they no, they no, not here. Okay. Look, my hair is standing up. Don't talk to me nice. But this, I think this is where that men, men are from Mars, women are from Venus things come from. It's like we are speaking. I'm over here speaking French. He's over here hearing Mandarin. We're mm. having two totally different conversations. Yeah, yeah. And that to me is where this statistic, yeah. all the divorce, all of the that comes from this disconnect in the communication. I yeah. need to learn to connect. Yeah. We gotta get into Girl, okay. we gotta have that yeah. Tiffany come on here and just say what the husbands need to hear. And then Jeez. say, baby, listen to this Let's episode this. and see what y'all think. Yeah. <laughs> so ladies, send your man over to listen to this Please. episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so another statistic, which is gonna hurt y'all men's feelings when you send them over here, by 70 years old. 60% of men have erectile dysfunction. I thought hmm. it was sooner than Is that. Is that true? And is That's there something that can be done? <laughs> There's a lot that can be done. So erectile dysfunction, when we think about it, it's it's basically not being able to obtain or maintain a rele- er, an erection for as long as you want to. Hmm. 
So okay. they can, they can right. go ahead and get up. Maybe. But they might not it be, might be just they, they may not be able to keep it up yeah. or it may not be as hard as they want, oh. like, you know, for as long as they want. And so certainly there are lots of things. And there are so many health conditions, too, that contribute to that. Um, the one that pops into my mind always is diabetes or blood pressure issues. Um, mm. One of the best and worst um, gifts to this whole sexual revolution for men has been um, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, all of that. Um, it's a great drug. It's fantastic. Um, but it's also really a really tricky drug okay. for a lot of people. Um, particularly for, as black men, we know that we suffer from high blood pressure like nobody else. We know we suffer from diabetes like nobody else. Yep. These are both things that are dealing with our blood, sugar levels, all that circulation, all of that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, right? So, um, and I am not, I will be the first to tell you I am not a medical doctor, but this is just what I know based on my experience, based on my studies, and based on the patients that I see. Um, erection is blood flow going to the penis, right? Blood pressure, black men, high blood pressure, mm. right? What are they on? They're on, <laughs> they're on medications to lower their blood pressure. So what do you think that does to the penis? Oh my gosh! Lowers that pressure. Lowers the pressure, and so they had they start it's to have like trouble with erections. We need some right? effects like okay. our black our brains. No, that literally because wow. I thought of a few men. Wow! I even go out. I'm like, yeah, he do got low. I mean, a uh, high blood. And I heard about the wife was oh. complaining about. And same thing with diabetes. A lot wow. of times, circulatory they're they're having those circulatory issues as well. And, you know, they're on medications to lower lower the blood pressure to manage all of these things. But they also can disrupt blood flow going to the genitals as well. Wow. And so then the problem with medications like um, Cialis, Levitra, Viagra, not necessarily problems with those medications. When we don't understand the physiology of our bodies and we just go get one of these pills off the street because insurance mm. and not having it or having to just get one pill because they cost so much, right? Um, you go and take this pill and you're undoing all of the good work that you're doing that, that, with this. What, uh, yes, and so you're seeing a lot of people in hospitals with heart issues yes. or having heart attacks because they're taking something to raise their blood pressure that's already high, mm. you know? So I always ask people to just really be careful, be honest with your doctor about what it is you're taking, putting in and around your body because that is something that is not to be that you don't take erectile dysfunction lightly, but you also, if you have it, you really do want to talk to your doctor because there could be a physiological reason, a mm. medication issue that's causing it. And those are all things that can be adjusted. A lot of times people get um, what they'll self-diagnose with erectile dysfunction and just mm. be like, okay, it's over. Mm. And that's, it doesn't have to be the case. Mm. There could be a medication adjustment that can happen. There are certain um, exercises that you can do to help prolong. Um, or like Kegels for men? Kind of. Yeah, Kegels, Kegels will work. I think we have to figure out. So anytime I see someone with a sexual dysfunction of, of any kind, I'm trying to figure out if it is biological, psychological, or social. Biological mm. meaning... Um, like let's say there is a medication that I'm on that's causing it, or let's say there is you have some something like high blood pressure or something like that, and that's causing the erections to not be what they're supposed to be. Psychological, perhaps I have performance anxiety. 
mm-hmm. or a lot of anxiety around just like having not been able to get it up in the past. So now I'm freaked out about it and I just need You're to work through that. You're stressing yourself right. out at this wow. point. Right. And then sometimes, like we talked about before, it's a relationship issue. I don't like you. That part. And when you're when your vagina or your penis understands like what it's supposed to do, but your brain and your heart are like, that ain't it. It will not work. There are so many women that come in saying that they're, you know, they can't have an orgasm with their partner mm-hmm. or can't have an orgasm. Right. But then, you know, we start peeling back those layers. It's really, oh, no, I have an orgasm just fine when it's my toy. OK. Or I've had one, you know, all my life is OK. Well, then what's going on with this one? Mm. Right. Is it that he's not hitting the corner? Or is it that he hits the corner too much and he's out of the house and he's not respectful and he's with all these other people and that's what's not allowing you to give yourself fully to this person? Your vagina is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Your vagina is smarter than you are. You're trying to make this work. And your vagina's like, no, No, we're not here for that. That part. We're not here for him. Yes. Mm. So, yeah. So your mind can want... But your heart is saying it's not safe. Or your body mm-hmm. is physically Your body will shut down. There are some times oh, when your vagina even or your penis will just shut down on you. And it is not a medical issue. Mm. It, it has a lot more to do with either the psychology of what's going on. Maybe you're stressed. Maybe you're anxious. Maybe there's trauma. Maybe mm. there's so many other things going on. Or perhaps there's something wrong in this relationship that is not happening that should be happening or vice versa. Or... I mean, it could just be functional. It could be that, like, what you're doing is turning me off, and I'm wow. not able to do this. This is deep. This you is know? so there's deep. There's so many layers to it. But there's hope. Sure, of course. Okay. So that number does not surprise me that by, you said by age 70? By age 70, 60%. Mm. I mean, yeah, we'll have some sort of, like, and I, I take it about as literally as I take the other statistics about the women, because at some point there's going to be, if you are a black man in America, at some point, your mind is going to be on something else when you want it to be on this person that's in front of you mm-hmm. and your body will fail you and not perform in the way that you want it to. Okay, so if we think about erectile dysfunction, it's just simply, I want my erection to last strong and long, strong and long, five minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes, fifteen, and it didn't last that long, and I don't know why, and I'm (laughs) freaking myself out, and that is erectile dysfunction. It is not functioning properly. Five long or short? Five or short? The the average, um, the average. From penetration, average penetrative sex lasts about five to seven minutes. That's Are you from putting the tip in to, to ejaculation. That does not include floor play. It doesn't include any of the other No, I'm not surprised. This just lets that me know average. people be lying. No, it's not that people be lying. Don't We ain't going to say that. I ain't going to put that on nobody's spirit. Women are saying they're having sex for hours. It could be. They're fools. They could be. I don't know who has time for that. Please I stop. don't. Get some... I don't. How y'all vaginas go through that? Here's the thing. Here's what happens. Pounding. Pound town. Because they in pound town. Well, first of all, lube is your friend. (sighs) And if that's what you're into, again, how we started this, we're not going to yuck that yum. No, no, no. I have nothing wrong with lubricant. No, let you have your kink. You're right. I'm not built for that. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm not built for it. I got things to do. I'm trying to go to sleep. Do you think that most women are? 
You feel like women I, are... No, I think it's, it's definitely a spectrum. I mm. also think that people are doing things to enhance their lovemaking. Got it. So again, like the... Again, Viagra, and I don't, there's not a, um, I don't want to say that they're bad drugs because they're doing a world of good for a lot of people. Mm. But one of the things that we really have to look at, too, when we're talking to young people who've grown up watching porn and um, don't know how to have adequate relationships and communication and all that stuff. They've grown up watching porn and watching these images of people having sex for long periods of time. So mm. they come into relationship thinking that sex should and does normally last that long. Yeah. Without realizing that that particular performer <clears throat> has taken Viagra in mm. order to Facts. last that long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now they have a kind of a skewed reality of what their body should do. And that's that's when they go and seek out these things to last longer mm. without realizing like your penis really isn't supposed to do that. It doesn't need to do that every wow. time. Sometimes you can trick yourself into lasting longer. There is like the pull out method where you start to feel yourself coming. You pull out. And that's what's happening. A lot of times that's what's happening when they pull out and then they want to eat you right quick. Oh my and then goodness. Go back in. Tell the secret. You know, it's because they're starting to feel themselves ejaculate <laughs> or getting ready to getting very close. And they're yeah. trying to like hold it off a little bit. Hmm. That pisses me off. Like, like what no do you want, other. sir? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Why? Yeah. It's annoying, but it, it happens. Get your ass out of here. No, but this wow. is trying to, let, to make it last longer, though. This is for so who? Exactly. Get exactly. out of here. Why? <laughs> no, why are you trying to impress? But this is a conversation in my house. Why yes, do you need to yes, do that? Yes. I know you. You mine. I want you forever. I don't care yeah. about none you of that. You don't have to do that. But here's the thing. Who, I'm impressed They're already. trying to prolong already. their experience. Mm. I'm glad you love me that much. But yeah. let's go to sleep. At, you Please. see, what you want to sleep, what That's they want the love is language for thing, this huh? to have for, for okay. go on for a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah. They're trying to extend it as long as possible because they have, and a lot of times they have that number in their heads. The time? They have that time in their head. They know how long they should. But see, I lose track of time. I don't keep up for with the time. Sure. Women but are like, not yeah, but no, they have like, I should last longer than whatever time that is. You should not. So I'm going to pull out. I'm going to do some other things to distract and whatever. And then we'll go back in and finish this Listen, a little bit later. I feel yes. like it's just so good. If you, if you, a minute or less, <laughs> pump me up. I'm what? What is that? Well, not literally one, but I'm just saying, like, if I, if you can last for an hour, what is that saying about me? I don't know. That's how I'm gonna, I feel. That's yeah, a like lot of energy. Happening. That is a lot. And I love that you brought up the topic of, after that. of porn. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. A whole meal. <laughs> a whole entire meal. But I love that you talked about porn because, um, at, in probably early, well, no, late teens, I mm -hmm. was definitely addicted to porn. And mm -hmm. so going into my marriage, it was all performance-based. Yeah. And I love that we're even having this conversation because I think that even though my husband wasn't addicted to porn or anything like that, he had that number in his mind. And I, I, I also had this yes. performance thing in mind. What it should look like, what it should it, be like, how, how my long, body should be, how, like, yes. Like, I my boobs don't look like that when I bend over. Right. Her, my hers look like that. But I think this is so good because this opens up the conversation to let off these 
imaginary standards yes. that we have to keep. And First I told you my husband, recognize that they're imaginary, though. I, no, that's hard. Yeah, because what's both the realization <laughs> that this is not real? It's not real. What we saw is not real. I've not learned about the girls being able. How, how much? I don't know how much we can say on this podcast. Girl, go ahead. So this is your podcast. The girls, what are you the girls about? squirting, having yes. things inserted inside of sure. them to make it splash out. Like so many. I'm like everything is fake. And then we had a conversation one day, and I'm like. Literally told my husband, I don't want long sex. Mm. Like, give me a strong, just a strong, good little 10 minute, seven, 10 minute session and mm -hmm. I'm straight. Mm -hmm. When you start going to 30, who are you doing this? It's just so much time. freaky talk. I can't, I done ran, I done called you big daddy, king, man of God, chocolate Nigerian. Like, I don't even have no more vocabulary after yeah, this certain yeah. amount of time. And any woman that I have talked to, the, the, in my experience, most women just, we just want to feel close. We yeah. want to feel intimate. And I think letting off this performance, you're not, yeah. you got me. Like, yeah. you don't have to impress me with even a whole bunch of positions. Right. I don't even think it's about that. I think it is, we have to, we have to figure out what it is that they actually need. So intimacy, true intimacy is emotional closeness and physical closeness. Hmm. It's both of those things together. Um, and I'm going to speak in very general terms, right? A lot of times what we need is emotional closeness. For sure. That's our need. In order to feel loved, we need to be have that emotional connectedness. For men, they need physical closeness hmm. in order to feel loved. So a lot of times that need that skin hunger that wanting to just be with you in a physical way is them is a reassurance that you love them that says that's what lets them know for us like you said I could take a leave after whatever amount of time whatever yeah. you enter your own amount of time but if you will talk to me if we can communicate well if you understand that I'm tired. And you're like, no, sit down on the couch. I got it. Let me do this. Let me put the kids to bed. That makes us feel closer and more loved, Thanks. right? Mm -hmm. So Thanks. what we have to start doing is really, and it goes back to what you said about language too, we have to speak to them in their language in order for them to feel loved. So if what he needs in order to feel loved is the sex. That's so deep. Your, your message doesn't, I, yes, I don't necessarily need it to go long, but I do understand that what you need right now is me mm. and I'm going to be here for you. Now, I, I, after, after whatever your cutoff time is, I can't come up with nothing else. Okay. <laughs> it's over. I got no more. Like you said, I got no more vocabulary. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's some lube on the side of the bed. Dude, and it's dry. Right. It's Dude, not brother. even... <laughs> it's not because I don't love you. Yeah, okay. I'm here. Yeah. But understand that in order for me to do that, mm. it works both ways. I'm going to, I, and I have to be able to tell you cause I can't read our minds. Yeah. We got to be able to be a big girl and tell them like, what I need is when you come home, if you can just give me five minutes so that I can go sit down. Cause I've been looking at the asses all day and I'm mm -hmm. sick and tired. Mm -hmm. I want to drop kick one, <laughs> you know? <laughs> If you could just take them in the other room for me for yeah. five minutes, yeah. I, God, yeah, all night long. Then I'll feel sexy. Yes, okay, for sure. Then Absolutely. Maybe I'll yeah. Do you feel pressure to like because you you mentioned it even yeah. you know he married a sex therapist so it's all good. Is there something that comes along with being a sex therapist? Like, do you always mm. have to be in the mood? No. Mm. No, I have to be me. 
I know that's right. I have to be his wife. I have to be a woman. I have to be, you know, I have to work. I have to like I we the same, you know? I he I found someone who does not put unrealistic expectations. So if you think about so when we met, I was working on my master's in psychology. So that was a whole other type of pressure because when you marry someone who's a therapist, mm-hmm. they always or date someone that's a therapist, it's like, okay, is she psychoanalyzing me mm-hmm. or is she thinking too deeply? And really I'm lazy. I don't I'm not really thinking about all that stuff. I'm not. I'm off the clock. Like yeah. I just want to be a human being, right? Yeah. And so the same thing as a sex therapist, I know a lot of things. I know a lot of tricks. Doesn't mean they interest me. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. But I like them. I like to know things. Yeah. I'm very curious about those things. So I can professionally tell you everything you want to know about sex or at least know where to go get the information. I can mm. look it up. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm interested in doing those things myself. And so I, he is someone that if I want to branch out and be more adventurous in a certain area or be like, listen, let's try this tonight. He's game. But... It's not a situation where he feels like, oh, shit, I got to, you know, eat some Wheaties and take some vitamins and do all these <laughs> things to keep up with you. No, because really, I want I'm like you. I want to go to bed. Yeah. Night, night. Yes. <laughs> OK, my last statistic. Um, and this one was a shocker you, for you me. You have done so much Girl, research. I've done some research. I'm so, so proud. proud. Because, you know, this I'm tired of the people saying the black community needs to lose its podcast mics. Let me just tell y'all. I know. Who so said, said that? The people are saying that. There's, so I brought some real facts. So oh, y'all know that this like is and then like in some, six months, they'll have a podcast. That part. Okay. Come on sure. down to Elevate Studio when you are ready <laughs> to sure. record. Um, but apparently 15 to 20% um, of marriages mm-hmm. are sexless marriages. Mm-hmm. Meaning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no sex in six months Mm -hmm. or more. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, what? Mm -hmm. I did not know this was a thing. I think that that is, I think that's correct. Um, Not sure about the number, but there are plenty of people out here living in marriages where they have not had sex for six months or more. Yes, absolutely. Positively the case. Great friends, Mm. good co-parents, sometimes bad co-parents, but yes, living in the same house. Not cheating, just not having sex, for sure. Thousand percent, yes. So tell me if you, how you feel about these reasons why, um, mm-hmm. reasons for sexless marriage. Intimacy, mm-hmm. confidence issues, mm-hmm. spouses with differing mm-hmm. desires, mm-hmm. asexuality, all and infidelity. All of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. I see all of it. I've seen uh, cross-dressing, like one person is cross-dressing and the person doesn't understand. I've seen the infidelity and we can't bounce back from it. I've mm-hmm. seen I had a performance issue and now I just don't want to try anymore mm-hmm. because I don't I don't believe that this is going to work. Mm-hmm. I've seen like um, just getting older and injury you like I my back. Or I got sciatica or whatever it is, you know, and this isn't. Yeah. And I can't I can't do it. There are so many different there are so many people that just give up on having a sexual relationship because of incompatibility or because of like we want two different things, um, but choose to stay in a relationship. For various reasons, maybe it's finances, maybe it's I I really love and care about this person. Maybe like I I don't believe in divorce or, you know, there's so many reasons, but there are so, you would be so surprised. I'm sure, like you said, there are so many people living in sexless marriages um, 
that are okay with it too. That part. That are okay with it. There are some that are in it and are not okay. And then we have to work. And those are the ones that make it to the office, quite frankly. But there are some that are content being in that relationship. That number is actually low to me. You think so? I thought it was higher. You think more people are not having sex in their Absolutely. Marriages? I'm talking about like close, like in people, people you that know. I, yeah. So where does asexuality come, come I into this? really would like to know that. And can you define it for the people who, who are unfamiliar? So it, I really love for asexual folks to define how okay. they, you know, express their sexuality. Cause I'm probably going to butcher this. Um, but it means not really, let's say not really feeling sexual in any kind of way. Like sex mm. is not of interest to me. It's not something that I don't, I think we all, I don't say all, I think that uh, for the most part, the women in this room, right, we have a certain level of sexuality that we walk into, we we own, right? We mm -hmm. carry around with us. We know like there are things that we wear that might make us feel sexy. There are things about our bodies that we love and appreciate and know are just like, okay, you know, uh, someone who identifies as asexual does not necessarily... Um, walk into a space with that same presentation and or feeling. Um, and that is their, I mean, that's their walk. That's, mm -hmm. that's how they feel. And so I think that, you know, when you fall in love with someone who is, does not identify as asexual and who is very much um, a sexual being and wants to be intimate in a physical way, it can be very challenging because you have needs and, you have very basic needs that you want your you only want your partner to fulfill. And mm. the 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 challenging part is you're asking your partner to do something that they are uncomfortable with and that does not meet their needs. Mm. And it's it's a very challenging dynamic. Do you see that often? I don't see that often. What I see more often than not is because um, people if someone is asexual or they identify as asexual, they're not coming to me for a fix. They're mm -hmm. fine with it. It's the people around them that aren't fine with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. The people who want to have cool. sex with them. Right. <laughs> They're fine. But it's it's like being in a relationship with someone who wants something of you that you can't give. So mm -hmm. what I think is really, <clears throat> what is even more common is something that you said is having a desire discrepancy mm -hmm. where um, I am a high desire partner in my, but my partner's desire is lower than mine. We are not at the same place. And that is super common. I would say that's more common than anything. And that's, mm. and the, the, and the beauty, I'm sorry, the beauty about that is that our desire is going to change at different points in our lives. So at some point I might be the higher de desire partner yeah. where I want it all the time and my partner's desire is lower than mine. And then there are going to be shifts in our relationship where now I don't want it ever. Please don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're tapping me on my shoulder every night. Yeah. So we have to understand that lower desire does not mean I have low sex desire. Hmm. It's just lower than my partner's. Hmm. Okay. But that could definitely cause some stress. It definitely does. It definitely does. But we have to, what we have to do. So I like to use this kind of analogy. And this is great that you have a visual component to your podcast, right? So if you think about this line here being normal, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody in the relationship has a desire that is way up here. Mm -hmm. My desire is still normal. 
and yours is high. But to this person up here, it's going to feel low. like mine is low. Right? And it's really unreasonable to ask... Let me pull these back down. If we're both normal and this person is low, like truly low sex desire, like I never think about it, never want to have it. It's not of interest to me. I don't even want my desire to be any higher low, right? <laughs> it's un just as unreasonable for me to ask this person here to come all the way down to here. Mm. Think to about not that. not have sex anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. That's unreasonable, right? What we want to do is ask both of you to move a little bit. Mm. and create kind of a new normal for your relationship. Understanding that sometimes, I'm not necessarily gonna wanna do it, but I understand that in order for you to feel loved, mm. I gotta come up a little bit. Compliment. And I also have to understand that every time I wanna have sex, you're not gonna want to. Yeah. And I just need to go in the bathroom and jack off, or whatever it is you do, you know? <laughs> there are gonna be times where we have to meet somewhere in the middle, and I'm not gonna always be able to come up here, and I can't expect you to come down here that part. Yeah. It's reasonable for you to be exactly where you are. Speaking Oof. of coming to a place of compromising, sure. so if your husband is high, you're low, is there any practical things that you can share that could enhance lifestyle changes, habits, any mm. gems you can drop to us Let's that could, that could help so assist? Much. We've gone through so much. <laughs> um, being, I think, Having honest conversations about what you want and don't want is okay. key, right? And being upfront about that, trying to get the embarrassing stuff out of the way. Um, I always, it's it's a weird, like, homework exercise, but I love telling people to come up with these always, sometimes, and never lists. Like, always, these are, let's create a list of things that we're always going to do. Yeah. Like, oral sex is never going to be a problem. I'm never going to say no to that. I'm always going to do it. Sometimes, oh, like, is this real? Yeah, I'm like, for you, no, your life. No. Oh, okay. I mean, do do is I? That your rule? Yeah, you're like, no, I'm I don't always, have any. I don't have those okay. rules. Okay, I don't have those there. rules. I'm okay. just, so I'm just throwing things bomb. out. That is, I, I will never to say you. no to to giving you, to giving you head. I would Worse. never say both ways. I mean, I feel like my your husband's never gonna say no, right? No. Yeah. Wow. Never. I was never gonna say no. But no, that's bomb. That is no, 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 no. For y'all, I mean, it's. Yeah. it's automatic. So, I know that's right. So, but then there are going to be some things like, I'm not into, I'm trying to think of something like for, like, I'm not into anal sex, but I know you like it. So sometimes, right? On your birthday this or is heavy, on, you know, this is heavy, ma'am. But not on the school. You know, I can say that can happen sometimes. This is not my personal list. I, know, I, got, okay. I got you. I got you. I'm just saying. I'm throwing things out there, right? But then there are going to be some things that are non-negotiable. Like you mm. will never tie me up or you will. I'm never going to, you know, bar, whatever it is your kink is or turn you on or it's something you like. Like I'm never going to let you put your finger in my ass and then put it in my vagina. Like that's not going to happen, Ooh, right? Let's wow. draw the line there. Wow. Okay. I mean, you asked for a line wow. earlier. There it Thank is. You. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. There it is. Thank you. There is a line. Okay. Right. There it is. Wow. So I think coming up with these always, sometimes, and never lists are great mm. to do up front. Mm. Like, we don't need to be always, in the bed talking about never. this. This can happen at the Wait, kitchen table. Wait, say that table. again. We don't need to be in the bed talking always. about this. Always, sometimes, and never. Okay. So these are things that are all, you don't ever have to ask. I'm always going to do it. Like, we're always. 69, yes, every single time. I don't care. Oh, yes. yes. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. You know? Sometimes. I felt like that was real. I felt I felt that too. That was giving transparency. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. 
sorry. Perhaps it is. Perhaps it's not. <laughs> We've been together a long time. Long time. Yeah, um, I know that's right. But then, you know, there are going to be things that are just like, I, I mean, I don't nest. It's not necessarily my thing, but I know it gets you off and you really love it. So, babes, you know what? Tonight, I'm going to do that. Wow. You I don't know? feel like a lot. Well, in my experience, I don't feel like yeah. a, lot, a lot of women are like that. Like, if they don't want to do it, it's just hell no. It's not like you got to find your things. There are some middle grounds. I don't think that we talk about it enough that to figure true. out what those middle grounds are. We do draw those lines in the sand say, I'm not doing that or yeah, no problem. Yeah. But I think there is some wiggle room. I do. I feel like there is for many, if we would have those conversations. What, what? you thinking about, Cole? I know, right? Yeah, I could tell I was thinking about something. <laughs> what? Because we like... have literally just, not you and I, me and my husband have been having this conversation. Y'all seen the clip with Kevin uh, Gates? Spitting Which in that one? lady's stage. Ooh. I mean, spitting in that lady's mouth. Now, I heard stage. about it. I didn't watch the clip. I got to draw a line there. And this was the thing I sent to my husband. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I, you know. Don't you ever in your life. This is on the other <laughs> side for me. Again, no judgment. Do what y'all want to do. Yeah. But that to me is like, yeah. you know, there's a line between freaky and nasty. And that's on the nasty yeah. side for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. That is, that what, what made me think, I mean, you made never. me think of that with your yes. always, sometimes, never. Because yes, that's in good. my never that's an, and that's, pile. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. And I hope that he knows that mm. before he attempts before he to I, do yeah, that. that part, yeah. That's why we got to talk. Well, you can't wait and have these conversations. After it's done. After it's done or in the midst of or right before. Don't have these conversations in the bed. These should be mm. things when y'all are taking that long drive somewhere Start just start having those conversations. When yeah. the pressure isn't on to That's do so it good. in the moment, right? I need right? to re- yeah. I think I'm gonna revisit this comp. You gonna you revisit should. it? Yeah, for like it sure. could be, and it could be even like going back to what you said about um, porn. And I don't know where you are in your journey, Zero. but it, okay, great. So it could be like I will. That might be a never for you. Yeah, like I'm never like do not introduce that. We don't. Yeah. I can't do that. I don't want to go there again. That could be on your never list. It also might be, I'm not putting this on you, it could be on your sometimes list. Like, if... Anniversary? Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Whatever works for you. Yeah. You guys have to figure out what works for you. Hmm. So, knowing that there are so many different desires, and obviously we're two different people coming into this relationship. Everything is different about us for the most part. uh, Including what you said earlier, that you're coming into the relationship with like your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, all all the stuff, all the values, everything that they've instilled in you, the church. That you might not even understand. Right. And don't agree with it. Right, (laughs) right. All in your ear. Everything is coming in. Everything you learned and didn't learn. Things your friends have told you Mm -hmm. that you assumed were real, but wasn't. Things you watched on on TV and porn, all that kind of stuff. Yes, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's that's, that's (laughs) that's great. All of it's coming in with you. So getting out of your head Mm -hmm. is a real thing. That was advice I got from a therapist a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I am a very much so in my head type of person. Mm -hmm. So as a wife. And it serves you well. It it does in some areas. Mm -hmm. In a lot of areas it serves me well. In other areas like uh, being, what's the word? My inhibitions. Yes. You know, just being free. I've never had the wild party night where I'm just like, oh, woke up the next day, like hangover. I'm not that girl. Do you want to have that? I would like to have a wild, with my husband, I would like to have a wild night. Okay. So for women like me Mm -hmm. who are in their head too much, what advice do you have? Because wifey trying to keep it spicy. I don't want to be a prude. And I've married this man at this point. You know, I can do the crazy stuff now. Yeah, you How can. do I do it? That's such a good you question. Can. You can. So what you're asking is something that 
um, I think a lot of women struggle with, and that is kind of just letting go. Part of it comes with time. Mm. And letting go is a choice. Mm. It is a distinct choice that we make to turn that part of ourselves off that is cautious, that is the overthinker, mm. that is methodical and that like caution to. And and why I say it serves you well, because it, it absolutely does. Right. It's gotten you very far in your life. Um, I wonder, though, if the overthinking maybe in the past has how it served you in relationships or disserves or disserves you. Mm-hmm. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And so you finally are matched and partnered with someone where you have to get comfortable with the, I don't have to always be dot, 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 whatever that thing is that you feel like you always had to be previously, or maybe have to be at work, or maybe have to be when you go meet with your kid's teacher, you have to be in social settings. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be that person with him. You could turn that on and off if you want to, and you have the power to turn that off and just be as free as you will allow yourself to be. You have to give yourself permission to be that person. In I those think I moments. have to give myself drugs to be that person. <laughs> you don't. You, I mean, they'll help. Okay. I mean, but you don't have to. You can give yourself permission. I think getting in touch with what you're really scared of. Hmm. And oh, she's about to turn this into a real therapy session. Don't do that, Dr. Tiffany. And I, you invited me. I did. <laughs> Ma'am, you invited me. I did. Go ahead. Therapy is me. But no, you just have to get in touch with what it is you really want. Give yourself permission to be and do that. Know that you are safe. And trust him. Right? He's not going to let anything happen to you. If you get completely out of pocket, he's the person you want to be with when you're doing that. Right? And he's going to take care of you. I know. I just met him. Right? I sized him up already. I know that if you get too loose, he is going to be straight as an arrow. He is going to take care of the entire situation and hold it down. You you can get as crazy as you want to. He got you. You got to know that. Thank you. <laughs> not so me funny. wanting to cry. You got to know that. Not even about me. I so cry. now you can do you can do whatever you want. That man got you. He does. Period. I love this. Right. Hanging from the lamp shade tonight. Right. Oh, you better. I'm going to report oh, back. Please. I'm, I'm really not. I'm be sleepy when I get home. But I will do it one day. <laughs> maybe later this week. I mean, plan it out. Oh, yes. Plan it out. Plan it out and just be like, you know what? What? What's your alter ego name? What is... Girl, I need one. Me too. Because, hmm. yeah, we need to come up with some. Wifey got to keep it spicy. What's your middle name? It's not... Oh, definitely mine. No. What is it? Mildred? It's, what is it? It's Larissa. That's, oh, that's fantastic. I'm sorry? That is fantastic uh-huh. Larissa okay yes is that so Larissa's coming yes. home tonight no she's gonna be there this weekend tonight yeah, this she's tonight. gonna be yeah she's no Larissa's tonight. not coming tonight okay. but no Larissa just let her come she can be whoever you want her to be okay okay and she's already she's already in you she's there Allow her to be your Sasha Fears allow her to be that person that mm. you know I mean if you want to change her name you can but she's already there Honey, she's there. She's and she's there. ready to work. Come on, ready to work. Okay. <laughs> she's ready to work. Okay. 
So let her do what she do. I want to ask a question because I feel like this is something that's pretty popular mm-hmm. with men feeling mm-hmm. like I, I had her hanging on the chandeliers, swallow, do, just doing the do when mm-hmm. we were dating. Mm-hmm. And now that we're married, it's it's giving dry. It's giving <laughs> boring. She don't know how right. to ride no more. It's just right. missionary and from the back. What is something that you can speak to the men Right. An explanation. And have you seen that where men are complaining like she was all of this when she was right. trying to get me? And now it's like here. I think we have to look at both sides of it, honestly, because there are things that men do as well hmm. in dating that they stop doing. Talk about it after marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. I think growth is as we grow we change. I am not the same person that I was 10 years ago. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. I would like to think I'm not the same person that I was two years ago. For sure. I've grown. I've changed. I have more responsibilities. I have more bills. Mm. I have other things on my mind. There are, what tends to happen is we go into relationship and go into marriage thinking that that we're going to remain that same person Hmm. for the rest of our lives and do those same things. Like my knees don't allow me to do the things I was doing okay. when I was, you know what yeah, I mean? For sure. My body won't let me do those okay. things. When I think about the things I did, I'm Shit. like, oh, I was up there that long. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> I wish. Wow. And right? get a quarter of that time. And so the, I think the expectation is unrealistic. I mm. also think it's unfair because I think we change as we age. Things different. We have different things on our minds, different things weighing on us, different responsibilities. Um, I also think that there is a mindset of, I think we have a fairy tale. Mm. A lot of us have a fairy tale, men and women, of what marriage will do. Hmm. Um, that after this piece of paper is signed, things are going to be dot, 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 whatever kind of way, whatever you have in your head, right? And the reality is that is a piece of paper. Yeah. um, And the marriage is not simply about our sexual relationship. Mm. Now I'm freaking tied to you. Like you're a you're part of my responsibility. There's a lot of pressure. We're building things together. So my mind isn't necessarily on let me get this man. I got this man. Right. Or I got this woman. So now I'm focused on the next thing that we're building. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's kids. Maybe it's getting a house. Maybe it's getting out of debt. Maybe it's going up a corporate ladder. Maybe it's, you know, building brands and things like that. Like we're thinking about a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And I don't think our minds, especially as women, our minds aren't as hyper focused on sex. I think the mistake, I'm sorry, in your example is in that way of thinking is these are the things that I have to do in order to get this person. Hmm. Right. So when you hear that from someone, they're thinking I have to do all of these things in order to, to get this person to marry me or to get this person to be in a relationship with me, but that's not sustainable. Mm. My, my advice would be, what are you, whatever you're doing now, can you keep up with that? Because it's got to be in here. It's got to be genuine. And if you're a high drive person and that is that's just how you roll, then yes, that will continue. But for a lot of us, it is not sustainable. For sure. Especially when you have kids. Yeah. 
Like how? How? It's business. I didn't have nothing to do before. For now sure. Now I have everything to right. do. Right. And the That's expectation big. of your partner has to change. Mm-hmm. Because and it should, especially if he is true he or she is truly your partner and in these trenches with you. We're okay. At, all of our responsibilities are changed. Right. Not yeah. just mine. Because you should be as tired as I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. You if, should if be as tired as I am. But on if, next week's episode, <laughs> yeah. you are not tired yeah. at the end of the day, what sir. About that? Something is wrong with us. The math ain't math. For sure. Something's wrong with us. Because we both should be equally as involved, invested, tired, strung out, whatever. Because this is our responsibility. It's going to, it's going to feel and look different on both parts because Mm -hmm. we're two different people and our responsibilities are our, um, our level of expertise in these areas are going to be different. There are some things that you're going to take charge in because Mm -hmm. you just know it. Off, like you just do that. Mm-hmm. And there are other things that he's going to take a lead in and worry about, but you should both be putting in the same amount of energy into that. Yeah. So if he is putting in a lot of energy into someone else Ooh. with his cheating ass Ooh. and you decide to take him back, because this happens, right? Real life, sure. this happens. We know the statistics. I don't have the stats on that, but we've heard all the statistics. Sure. What is your advice for intimacy mm-hmm. for a wife who decides to stay? After infidelity. <clears throat> I'm just going to change your question okay. a little bit and just say the person that decides oh, to say. That was a real biased way I asked that question. I was assuming it, the man was <laughs> I did. You're right. I did. Well, I was, I, and I say that just because I've seen both where the, the female partner has cheated and the male partner has cheated. If it's a heterosexual relationship, it may not be. Um... And I like to refer to it as the person who was unfaithful and the person who was hurt. Okay. Because those are two different places that we're coming from. So I'll give you a statistic since you don't have one on this. Okay. It takes about two years to get past an affair. Like to get over it fully? To get, to move past it, yeah. Hmm. I don't know that you're ever really over it. It's always, it, it gets smaller and smaller and further back in your mind, but it does, you don't forget it, you know, mm-hmm. but it does take two years, at least about two years, roughly to move past it. Hmm. The challenge is the hurt, the unfaithful partner wants that two years to move very quickly. Mm. They want you, like, I've said, I'm sorry. What else do you want me to do? I'm here. you like, what else do you want me to do? I'm not seeing her anymore. What do you want me to do? Right? And they want you to move very fast and very quickly through your grieving process of this old relationship and how these things went. And they want you to forgive and let's move on. Um, the hurt partner, though, also has to, and this is this is a little challenging. We have to think about as the hurt partner, what did I do or not do that made being unfaithful a viable option? That's a hard one. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you want to blame the victim, okay? I'm not saying we're victim blaming here or that the person who was cheated on is responsible for that. The person that stepped out in the relationship is the one that's responsible for the action that they did. What I am saying is we have to look, I I really always like to look at, okay, how could I have done things differently? And it may be that I couldn't have done anything. I'm perfect, right? 
I'd like to think that. Um, but we also have to think, is there something that I'm doing or not doing that made this a more attractive option? I can take some responsibility for some things. Perhaps every time you walk in the door, I say very negative things to you. I don't support you. I um, I flirt with my coworkers, but I've never crossed that line. Or I talk down to you. I'm, um, I never want to have sex. Like there are, there may be things that I'm doing that make you feel like I don't I don't like this. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that cheating was a great option and it clearly was not, mm. you know. So I think that we have to think about affairs um, and the recovery from an affair in more of a longer process that it takes people time to figure out their roles, whether you're the hurt person or the unfaithful person. You got to figure out how you got there. Both people have to figure out how they individually got there mm. um, and then do the work. In couples work, I oftentimes will have the couple as a client and then encourage them both to do some individual therapy because there is so much that we can learn about ourselves in an affair. And sometimes doing that individual work can mm -hmm. make the couple stronger because you start to understand, okay, here's something about myself that I recognize. I never, um, I never was vulnerable enough with you. I never let you in. I never mm -hmm. acted as though I even needed you in this relationship. And so you felt like you felt validated outside of the relationship when really uh -huh. I need to work a little bit more on making sure that you feel loved, appreciated, needed in this household. I wasn't doing that. So I'm not saying you should have cheated or that I understand why you did it, but I do know I could have probably been a better support for you. Wow. Now that's some grown woman-ish right there. super grown. Grown, grown. Super duper grown. But that takes a, I mean, that takes a lot of work. And this is Gosh, why it, it's not going to be over. Like they want you to forgive them real quick. Immediately. Like, like, I said, I'm sorry. So like, the first, you know? I have, mm -mm. I have, Thankfully, I mean, I actually don't in college, but that don't count. So I've never been in a real adult, you know, relationship and, and gone through something like this. But I can just imagine the first if I decide to stay mm -hmm. the first time I we have sex again. Oh, what? I can just imagine what that would be so like. I'm thinking and I'm already in my head person. Yeah. So I can just imagine how tough that would be. Gosh, it's please. tough to even get to the point of having that That's first I imagine. experience, right? And then you're thinking, okay, it especially if <laughs> there's so many layers to this, right? Because what if their quote unquote reason, right? The reason that they tell you that they had the affair is because, well, our sex isn't great. Hmm. <clears throat> now I'm thinking about all, you know, my performance. Now I got performance anxiety. Now I'm not, I'm thinking, what should I do? What did she do? That part. You know, why mm -hmm. did, why did you like this person as opposed? Like what, how do I compare? Like, my what gosh. do I do? Again, this is why the individual component of therapy is so important. So they need so therapy important. is the answer. Y'all need to take y'all selves down to therapy. I would love to see them on somebody's couch. I know that's, that's right. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be if, tough if, to get yourself if, out of that. Now, here's the thing about couples therapy and repair work after an affair. You got to make sure that both people want the same thing. Because mm. a lot of people come into therapy, think with one person foot out the door, like, I'm just doing this because mm. this person wants to do it. Yeah. But I'm already out. Is there a, a majority of the time who that person is? What do you mean? Who usually wants to do the work? The unfaithful person or the hurt person? Um, I don't think there's a majority. Okay. Like sometimes 
I would say probably if the unfaithful, if the unfaithful person wants to save the primary relationship, then yeah, they're like really pushing. We can oh, go to therapy. Yeah, but what sense. what happens a lot of times is the hurt person had been asking them to go mm. prior to getting caught. Mm. Right? I've been trying to get this person in. They would never come. They say we don't need it. We have the tools. I'm not interested. This is not you know I don't want to. Then once they get caught and I'm threatening to leave, oh yeah, let's go to now therapy. We'll go to th- no, we're not going to use therapy that way. Mm-mm, that's not what it's for. I, I want to dig a little deeper. Because then it's manipulation. Yes, I, that part. Yes. Agree. I want to dig a little deeper on a, a, a little spicier tip. Yes. Do you feel like there is a such thing as intimacy getting boring? And do you do you feel it like can, it should sure. be encouraged to try new things? Do you think it should be encouraged to get a new toy? Try an edible. Yeah. Try a new position. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that. Yeah. I feel like everything you just said is like fair game. If both individuals want to do that, if they're open yeah. to doing that. Yeah. Right. And then we go back to the sometimes, always, and never. We might have to make a whole new list for that. Mm. Right. Maybe there's some things that like I've never tried an edible having sex or I've never even tried edibles, period. How about we try them one night and just see how that part goes? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then we'll see if we can add sex into it. Because if I've never had it before, I don't know how my body's even going to respond to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Or, with... Go ahead. I was going to say, like, there are some things I've had conversations with women that they didn't even know they liked a certain kink until, yeah, until they tried it. Until we just tried it. It's like, oh, yeah. my gosh, I love being chained up. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's like, well, if if we would have never explored. And the reason why I asked this is that mm-hmm. I feel like uh, so me and my husband, we have a marriage ministry. We have talked to mm-hmm. so many different married couples. And mm-hmm. a lot of times the men are complaining that the women are doing the same thing mm-hmm. or they're lazy or, you know, they, they, they mm-hmm. nothing has changed. And so I'm I'm interested to see, like, do we think that some things can stay the same? It, or as we get older, if we want a long-lasting marriage, should it be like, no, nah, we need to pull out the horse tonight? A horse? I don't know. <laughs> Is that a real thing? I have it, no idea. It can't just be. It's about to be. Right. <laughs> it's wow. about to be. You know, just like no. trying new things. Or do you feel like it really depends on your partner, right? Mm-hmm. I think, I don't think, I do not think there's anything wrong with anything that you just said. And I think that we have to, if there are things that we're interested in doing, we have to be able to share that with our partner. I think the problem is historically in our relationships, we haven't been able to have those types of conversations Agreed. about sexual exploration, about yeah. the things mm. that have interested us, that we're interested in, about the things we've always wanted to try, but never had that person that we felt free, free. enough to try it with. Yeah, yeah. So we have to start having those conversations early. I think the, the challenge usually is that now you're springing it on me. Ooh, you want me I to go from coming. doing nothing or a yeah. missionary position to a horse. right. And I don't even know, and we ain't even talked about nothing in between. Can, yeah. can, we, can we build up to that? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just springing this on me because, like, you're you're sexually frustrated, which I get. Yeah. But how about we, again, have this conversation outside of the bedroom? For sure. You know, not during intimate time. Yeah. Where we can talk about these things. Like, okay, you're interested. In, okay, how about this? How about I've never done, I've never introduced a sex toy. How about we go to the sex shop together oh, on a yeah. date night? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and we'll pick out something yeah. together. Or maybe I'll pick out something and you pick out something and then we'll come home and figure out how we're going to use these things. Yeah. Like there are so many different ways to incorporate it. I think sometimes we surprise someone with something. Agreed. Like you can't just whip out your, you know, 18 your anal inch, beads. And right. Like, yeah, your 18 inch cotton and be like, let's do this. <laughs> 18, 18, wow. How, I'm like, Googling is our so canal that long? No, no it's four inches. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. Wait. So are we, we're, we're stretching it out of. What's happening? Oh, how does the barrel go? of the vagina is only about four to five inches long. Yes. Barrel of the vagina. Yeah. So if anyone is like, they're 12 inches, like. They're I, a liar. I can do something with about half of that, but the other half is, that's all you. What's the average size? Of a penis? Uh-huh. That, I don't know. That's a great question because it, the size changes, you know? As you get older? Yes, but no, when it's flaccid oh, okay. and yeah, then yeah. when it's hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus, y'all. This is a little... I, I have to go read my textbook on that one. Yeah, I, I would love to know that. that number. I'll, I'll, Come on, I would I'll love email to know you. <laughs> Please do. I'll let you know. I would love to know okay, that. Okay, I have one last question before yes. we... And this is not on the paper. But before okay. we get to our game, from a sex therapist. Yes? What is your advice on threesomes for married couples? Um, <clears throat> I have not had a threesome. I feel like... I should put that disclaimer out there because my mom or somebody might watch this. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that again, every you got to know. Okay, threesomes, open marriages, um, that kind of thing, polyamory, whatever. You really have to know yourself, and you got to be honest with yourself about what you can and cannot do, what you can and cannot tolerate, what you can and cannot put up with. I know for me, for me, I don't share. I want to focus on one person and I want that one person to focus on me. So I know that I am not cut out for that life. Okay. I also know that I'm not going to be good watching or giving permission for my partner to do anything with anybody else but me. But that's me. Mm-hmm. I think too often people find out or they're they're introduced to threesomes or open marriages, open relationships by a partner who wants to explore that or that's something that they're used to and that they've always done and that's their thing. And a partner will go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um in order to either please, keep, maintain, whatever, that relationship. And if it is not, if you can't handle it, you got to be honest about it. And you have to let it go because it will do nothing but break your heart. I have had so many couples come in where, again, there's this desire discrepancy where one person is very much gung-ho. The other one might have agreed to it at some point and said, yeah, I'm I'm open to trying it or I'm willing to do it. And then they realize that they can't, mm-hmm. that it's too much. And that like, and then, then they don't know how to, how to get out of it. They come to because, you? Because, yeah. They don't know how to get out of it because it's like, I did agree to this, but I don't like it. And the other person is in very deep and it's just like, I am loving this. Right, paradise. And you were okay with it. You gave permission for it, so I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Um, It's a very, very tricky type of relationship and it is not for everybody. And, and I'm not saying don't try it, but be very honest with yourself about what you can tolerate and what you absolutely know that you cannot. Mm-hmm. And if you are the jealous type, mm-hmm. 
it is not for you. I have so many directions I want to go in that. What you want to say, girl? So, um, one, I am with you. Mm-hmm. I, I, First of all, my faith and my belief, I believe that man and woman are made to be two people in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I hear this movement of threesomes and the poly or whatever and all of that, something that you said that I have ex- not experienced but have been around people that I have experienced is he was into that or she mm-hmm. was into that. Mm-hmm. And so he's a great man. Like there was um, someone that I know who never was in a poly relationship, but she was like, there's really not too many great men left. And if this is his requirement, I'll be okay with that. And so, but are you really okay with it? Like, of course not. Yeah. And my, my point that I'm making is I, I haven't met too many. Let me say this to be very mm-hmm. clear. I haven't met any women that have had threesomes that have been in poly relationships that was doing that before that was really into it. It was something that was typically introduced by the man. It's like, well, he's a good man and I'm going to leave this because he just want to, what can this really hurt? And so it's been a, it's been interesting learning that women are doing it more and more. But as I talk to them, they really don't want to do it. And so there's this thing I'm like, are we lying to ourselves? What what gets uh me though is what, the person that allows you or or wants you to do something that you're not comfortable doing. Hmm. It really is pushing and going so hard for you to be committed to something that you that is tearing you up inside. Yeah. You know? Cause that is that doesn't feel like love to me. Yeah. And if it they really can't doesn't. read the room, yeah. What kind of relationship is this? Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen the other side. I don't know if y'all saw the uh the brother husbands, the show. Mm-hmm. Where is the the one wife with multiple husbands? Oh no! And all of those, y'all gotta look them up. It's on TLC. Check it out. It is it is mind blowing. But on that show, it's the opposite. So all of the wives, it's like three or four couples, but all of the wives were basically cheating on the husbands, and then mm-hmm. the husband didn't want to leave the wife, so they just decided to open up their marriage, and that's how they ended up being mm-hmm. poly. But I have not seen a, a couple where it's we were both into this we both decided to do it yeah. they might say that but if you mm-hmm. dig a little bit deeper it's yeah. always like well one has started to step out mm-hmm. or well one was starting to feel some type of way and in order for us right. to keep this together uh-uh. and what just... I based on my professional opinion right it never fixes the relationship introducing somebody else into your relationship is never going to fix the primary yeah, relationship it does. So that's game right there. Please. That is very game. much so. If you hear, if they say, if your person says, I think we need to have an open relationship because that will solve our issue. Yeah. It won't. It absolutely He playing will in your face, or he or she. I need to stop. Yeah, okay. okay. Right. Sorry. Only he men cheat, according to yeah. <laughs> Black men don't cheat. That's the yeah. thing, right? Okay, it's, it's game time, guys. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. Ooh. So, Dr. No, you can. Oh, I get one. Oh, it's all. Oh, yep. Okay. Oh. We're playing. Okay. Have fun. Have fun. Or run. We don't have 
any sound effects, so that's why okay, I had to do that. Okay, great. In so, post, you can fix that in post. Right? There so you go. So I'm going to read a statement. This is for my single ladies out there who are interested in becoming wives, mm, right? Okay. So put yourself in this position. Mm. We aunties right now, okay? Oh. Big sis. Oh, I didn't realize. You big sis. Yeah, I'm you like, you're not auntie. Not auntie, auntie yet. <laughs> but they come to you and they're like, yo, I am dealing with the man who, and then we're giving them advice. Got it. Have fun or run. Okay. Got it. I love it. So, auntie, I'm dating this man he doesn't want to take me to his best friend's wedding because it's out of town and he doesn't feel comfortable yet. Should I run or have fun? That's so vague. It's very vague. It is because you don't know how long how they've been long? dating. Exactly. That's my first question. Yeah. I don't know how long y'all are. Yeah. I don't know how long y'all have been dating. I think that it's fine. Like if y'all have been together for three, four years, mm. then problemo for sure but if it's been six months like he don't know you that well and you don't know him that well and yeah. like have fun with your girlfriends that weekend and relax make him okay. miss you for sure let him know that you're having fun that weekend while he's gone and yeah family have, is a big deal fun. yeah it like is meeting your well to me because yeah. i know some people they done met 10 girlfriends yeah, no. and boyfriends. Mm -mm. My family met two people, and the first one was a mistake. So <laughs> <laughs> we take we take meeting family. Aunt, my my this rather you, we work out or not, mama gonna be mama, daddy gonna be daddy, boyfriend. Right. I mean not boyfriend, right. but best friend is gonna be best friend. I'm not introducing to no little floozy. So depending on how long they've been dating. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think so. Okay. Um, okay, so. I'm dating somebody, but they think marriage is unnecessary because you don't mm -hmm. need the government all up in your business. Oh, okay. Run or have fun? Um, I know I'm like half. I, I would say run. Okay. And I'm saying run because you guys don't want the same thing. Okay. Yes. So you want to be married. This person is telling you that they do not. And so you kind of need to not be there. Mm. This is the same thing as far as poly and threesomes and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's hard. We're forcing. It's hard. But like, we're, we're literally yeah. forcing. I'm forcing you to be faithful and to me. And it doesn't work. It well, never works. So, in yes. this case. If marriage is your requirement, if you're a bendy on that, then what if it was the goal. So what exactly. if it is yeah. a... Um, let me not misquote any religions because y'all will cancel me for that. But there are some religions, right, that do not require a government to be paperwork mm -hmm. to be married. Mm -hmm. So if you are of a faith that has a spiritual marriage or mm -hmm. something Fair like money. that, does does that change y'all's answer? But does he want to even do that? Yeah, so he just doesn't want the government Paper. in their business. He um, doesn't not okay. want to be with you. It's not that he doesn't... He's so not committed to you. it's Oprah and Stedman. Like, it's Oprah and Stedman. Y'all can be together forever. He just don't want the government in his business. I'm going to say have fun, niece. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say have fun only because this is an actual conversation that me and my husband had. And we definitely wanted to get married. We were both like, but do we... You know, we're a little conspiracy theorists mm -hmm. a little bit. <laughs> but we were on the same page same with that. Too. Right. So, and see, that's the thing, though. Y'all were on the same page. Y'all were on the same page. We both did get off that page. I did. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. like, yes. this makes me want to... If you're on the same mind, page, I'm fine with it. It's when... Trying to force somebody. Yeah, because what happens is we tend to think, like, it's... Like, I can get you to come over to my side, and you can't. The That's person has coming. to go willingly. They have to go when they want to go. Thanks. And if he ain't want to go, then just okay, let him go. Him. Let him go. I just have so many questions because I feel like there are some things, like, if, I, if you're my business partner, we got to be in a contract for a building that we both, like, we won't 
we won't double or second guess that. It's right. like, I'm a, I got to get this money. Yeah. But when it comes to a family I'm going to raise with you, children that I'm going to push out of my vagina for you and put yeah. my life on the line, yeah. that's when it's like, ooh, government. <laughs> and it's like, well, the government was involved when you got the building. The government yeah. was involved yeah. when you so talked to your lawyer about the products that facts? you have with the other business. Yeah. And now it's all of a sudden this big government thing. And for some people, I... I get it, but there's always something that I want to ask, like, what pain point did you have that made you feel a way about that? Mm -hmm. Even when it comes to, okay, off topic, even when it comes to a, a God conversation or a specific religion conversation and people are like ready to bash something, it's like, tell me your pain point in that. Mm -hmm. Why are we thinking that way about that? Because we can, there, if I look yeah. at your other life, you're, you're doing certain practices that are spiritual. Yeah. You're doing certain things that are government paper involved. It's like a who hurt you type of thing. Yeah. I, I, some, sure. I just want to ask that sometimes. Yeah. Cause it's like now, especially if There's it's a, a reason why the line is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's what made you come for up sure. with It's the yeah. same thing. It's like, yeah. It's a, Why yeah. a man won't post his woman, but he'll post his new car. Oh, I don't like the people in my business with my relate. But when you bought that new house, you was ready to show that off. Right. When you bought the new car, you was ready right. to show that off. Am I enough of a prized possession that you can't do that for me too? Perhaps not. Exactly. Mm. Perhaps deep, not. deep. Perhaps Run not. on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm dating somebody. Ooh, I already know y'all answer. <laughs> he wants to try an open relationship because he thinks we both need more freedom. Child. Are you kidding? I'm sorry. I should have wish that one. Okay. I wish. All right. No, girl. Last but not least, he isn't interested in living together until you are engaged. Hmm? What? I think that's a phenomenal idea. Please don't move in. <laughs> She's like, I'm proud of being different. <laughs> if I had a, listen... I am so pro shacking. Oh wait, no, I think I'm I gave not, the wrong answer. I'm fine with no. I said have fun. I mean, wait, no. What did I say? What read the question yeah, what's again? The question? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. He want he isn't interested. He does not want to live together until y'all are engaged. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's yes. That's right I think I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it either is way. Like if they, but if you he... don't think y'all should live together, is what right. Okay, boom. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> that's what you're saying too. Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking through why I'm feeling that way cuz mm -hmm. I I'm fine if they if they decided so Here's the thing. You've got two different people who have different views on on this thing, right? Mm -hmm. She wants to I'm assuming she wants to move in um prior to getting engaged. He's saying I want to wait until we're engaged to live together. I think that that is fine. If they wanted to do it before, I would think that was fine too. I think there is something to living apart and getting to know yourself and having your own space and your own things. I also think that there is benefit in living together prior to marriage um, because you learn so much about a person mm -hmm. prior. So I think if that's, if that's where the line is, then fine. I know at some point before we get married, we're going to be living together. Hmm. Um, and if it takes us knowing that we're actually in the process of building something, cause great. I'm glad that we're living together once we decide to get married because we need to cut down on some of these expenses cause our wedding might be fire and I might need the extra cash, you know? So wedding. perhaps, so perhaps we need to combine forces at that point and I'm fine yeah. with that. Um, I, I don't see anything wrong with it, but I also don't see anything wrong with what you're saying. Like, yeah. Like. What's your, it, what's, but, oh, but here's the thing. <laughs> Why 
does he not want to live together? Because he's hiding stuff. And he wants you to have that ring on your finger so it's too late. And so, so you can't leave. that is why mm. you feel that way. Mm. You, you say, I'm scarred. Who hurt me? Yeah. This, was, this was my situation. <laughs> yeah. And if I yeah. had not yeah. moved in with him, if we had not lived together, I would not have known no. what yeah. I needed to know to get out of that yeah. relationship. Well, I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Like, that's making me change. Okay, no. Yeah. That's the why. My, it's the why. It's the, the why. why is a big... You got to know the why. Because if it's just a blanket, like, I just want us to, you know, have our own thing. Like, it could be, like, maybe I've had roommates all my life and I've mm. never lived alone. And I just want the next six months, a year, to, like, finally be on my own, get get accustomed to paying my own bills and not having to split with someone, to know that I got it, to not even worry. To, I just want to walk around my house naked. Yeah. You know, I want to live by myself. Because who says, like, what if this is flip-flopped? And it was a it was a female that said, you know, until a ring is on my finger, I don't want to live with anybody because I want to be in my same, in my own space. Like, I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, but the why is important. Like, if it's because you got something to hide or you running a whole bunch of other chicks through there, then That's no, terrible. we got problems. And and us not living together isn't the problem. Hmm. It's the fact that you're doing something that I don't need you to be doing if we're trying that to do something. you think something. I'm not going to find out about? Yeah. So you're changing your answer? No, I was... <laughs> it's a complicated it, answer. It's complicated. It makes me think about um, certain things in my marriage that... So, so me and my husband did shack up, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely lived together before we got married. And I, I sometimes I think that we have an opportunity to run from stuff that's not runnable mm. when we're exposed to certain things. So, for instance, let's say, you know, we're we're living with a guy and he's... I don't know, just ultra messy or something. Mm-hmm. And it really ticks you off. And so you leave, you leave the the relationship because y'all did move in. And then you look back and be like, that wasn't as bad. a wasn't good bad. reason to leave. Yeah. And so sometimes I think that it can harm the relationship to be exposed to things because when you're dating, I mean, I know everybody don't believe this because people think you can get married and leave. We don't believe in divorce unless you beat me up or cheat or whatever. But um, I think that it it kind of sets sets up a system of people that are runners. In some cases, yes, you things are exposed and you needed to see that. In some other cases, women have left good men. Men have left good women because, oh, she don't cook as much. Mm-hmm. Oh, she don't. And it's like you didn't even learn how to have conversations. You didn't learn how to right. how you date, in my opinion, is how you marry. So right. if you run, 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 run. Yeah. And you look back, and you're like, hey, that was a good man. He just didn't put his socks in the basket. Was that enough for me to leave the relationship? So it's... Yeah. And then, okay, another (laughs) reason is I think you shouldn't move in is I think there should be... I think dating should be dating. I think that we should go on a date and go home. Agree. I think that we should go out, have a (laughs) blast. You're like, together. We should go home. (laughs) I don't know what you do. That's all. It's something about being able to go in your house, lock the door... And be on your own. Like, mm-hmm. you can literally... And, and not to say that you know everything about somebody when you live with them, but there's just a certain level of intimacy mm-hmm. in the day-to-day that you can't... You don't know until you live with you them. Yeah. Enough about just a random thing that's going to happen when it's you wake up tomorrow morning. morning. It's the experience. And me seeing how you deal in the with the entire day. Because mm-hmm. you can put on a good mood and have a good spirit, a good attitude for this me. hour that we're on this date. Yeah. But when your mama piss you off, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like when you had a rough day at work, how are you handling it when you walk through the door versus 
Mm. I see you two days later and you've cooled off. Like, I want to be able to see you. Yeah. I want to see all of you before I sign up. I do. Yeah. Absolutely. And really commit to that thing. So you don't feel like you can see all of a man unless you live with him? Again, I'm speaking from a scarred PTSD position (laughs) Mm. that in my situation, if I had not lived with him, I would not have. mm -mm. He was good at hiding and another situation. Mm -hmm. God delivered me. Sure. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, because I just wonder for some women, like how many times do they have to do that? Well, now habitual uh, shackers. I don't know about that. Like that that might be, be a thing. That gotta be draining to practice being a wife so many times. But like, is that what you felt like you were doing? No, not in your situation. But let's say it happened again. Let's say you you met somebody again, and you're like, let's move in, and then it didn't work again, and then again. Because mm. I do know women that have absolutely yeah. lived with like six men. Yeah, no, absolutely yeah, no. It's gotta be in- a limit. Well, it's a time we would have to be dating for a minute. For okay. I don't think you should just be moving yeah. in with everybody. So, like right. the intention would have to be that something is leading that part. Yeah, the intention is made, but we're not engaged yet. Got yeah. It. Um. So yeah, the intention is there. So okay. you are kind of playing marriage. So last question: okay. Is there a certain time that you're like, <laughs> it's been a year, let's do it. It's been six months. I don't have the time. I don't have a time. I don't think like short short relationships really do. Uh, make me nervous. Hmm. Um, not personally, but like when I see someone where a relationship is moving very, very quickly, like we met each other and then two weeks later we're moving in together. And like, <laughs> that's absurd to me. I do believe I've heard this before. And I do believe that like seeing someone and you kind of hinted to that in a, min- a minute ago, seeing someone in every season, hmm. Like being with someone for a full year, seeing how they deal with stress, how they deal with work, how they deal with grief and loss, how they deal with, you know, um, I don't know, with arguments, how they deal with like you need to see all the sides of a person um, before you can commit to like, this is mine. This is my person. And I want to be with him for the rest of my oh, life. I have seasonal depression. You didn't moved in in the summer. You met him in the spring. Right. The summer. Now they a whole different when the winter true. rolled around. Yeah. That's true. And you yeah. looking crazy. Very true. Yep. Okay. So we are going to do our wifey for lifey segment. This is our segment where we just try to figure out how we're going to stay wives for life. Oh, okay. So my question is how do I take my boss hat off when I'm at home? Because. That's a major complaint for a lot of men, especially men who are dating or mm-hmm. married to high achieving <laughs> women, <laughs> right? Who are running the show out in these streets. When you get home, what advice do you have? You're asking. I'm asking you. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so it's, that is such a great question. And I have to say that their partner is the answer to that. Hmm. Their partner is the answer to that. We have to be as strong women who wear those hats, who do have a hard time like relinquishing. Um, They have to be partnered with someone who they can trust to Hmm. take it off for. Um, you, You asked before, like, who hurt you? Right. The question that I ask a lot of times with people is who dropped you? I felt that in my spirit. Who 
who did you trust that just kind of let you go? Didn't pick up the ball, didn't do what they said they were going to do, didn't because that's where we start to overfunction. And when you understand that overfunctioning and overthinking is a trauma response, that you are Girl responding. Therapy. We invited a therapist. We I mean, that's a shoot, right? <laughs> that you are responding and acting in this way wow. because someone has hurt you deeply in the past and you have said to yourself, I will never go through that again. That is why you choose the right person that because you don't you you cannot legit you cannot, especially as a black woman in America, you cannot should not carry all of that with you every hour of the day. You have to pick someone that not just someone who's good in bed or not just someone. OK, I'm a fuck. I'm like whatever. And then once we're married, I don't have to. No, no. you got to pick the person where you don't have to do all of the heavy lifting, where you can start to let go and you can say, you know what? I don't got it. (laughs) And I really need somebody else to have it so I can fully not have it for the next hour, week, weekend, month, whatever. I need to take care of myself because I am drowning right now. Mm, mm, mm. And know that that person is going to jump in and get it for you. That's what we need to be looking for. The right partner. Right. What was your question, that is though? It. No. Oh, how, do you, how do you take off the boss hat? It's Jesus. Pick, a, pick the right partner. Pick the right person. Oh my gosh. And then if you realize that you haven't, right, because Oof. that's a thing. Too. A thing. Um, you got to see if they want to be that person. Mm. Not try, and I did not say make them into that person. See if they, if they, if that's who they want to be. So if good. they want to be the person, if they're saying, babe, I want to take something off of your plate. Okay. What would Jesus do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we gonna, I'm going to give you something real little first. Yeah. See okay. what you do with that. Yeah, that part. And see if I can trust you with more. Yeah. So I'm not going to turn over everything to you because I got trust issues. Okay. Mm. This, this is, is a so trust Baby exercise steps. for me. This is so good. But if you're telling oh me God. you want to help out, okay, can you pick up the kids on Thursday so that I can go to my therapy appointment and I don't have to cancel it for the fifth time? Mm. Can you take some time off work so that I can go get X, Y, and Z done because I'm running around here crazy? Mm. Can you, like, give them little things to do, okay? Let them prove themselves. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> See how you do with this little task. Because where we make the mistake is, okay, I ain't doing shit else. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to bed, closing the room. I'm not doing, and then they fail, and you're like, See, I can't trust Pissed. you with nothing. No, that's, yeah. that's definitely my story. I don't stop unless I crash. Mm-mm. Like, it's a hard stop. And what we learn as we get older is that crashing comes more frequently and it's more oh gosh, disastrous. Yes. Oh, every time. It's more catastrophic. More often. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, so, I physically yeah, get sick. The capacity of what we can handle, yeah. is, it diminishes. Ooh. So we have to start doing a better job. This was yeah. just so good. And I hope that y'all are catching this because I feel like we're in a culture of boss women and boss chicks, which is phenomenal. We're more educated. We're sure. making more money. But as you said, it also can be a trauma response. And in my life, in the women that I know, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, disappointed. Back to back to back to, from the men that we dated to our fathers, to our uncles. Yeah. And we get to a place where we're just like, you know what? I know who won't fail me. Mm-hmm. And we literally don't stop until our body physically yeah. fails yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We literally don't stop until yeah. our body. Like, my husband literally pointed out the other day, he was like, 
uh, I had um, I get a sinus infection every time I crash. It's, mm. it's literally habitual. Didn't even know. Didn't even know though. Mm. My husband pointed it out. He said, "Do you know that every single time?" So I edit our podcast, speak. Mm-hmm. I don't even have the time to list the things. Homeschool mm-hmm. my kids, co-op. I'm moving like crazy. Oh, God bless. And then I added a new task on. And my husband was looking at me. He didn't say too much. He was just like, this is not about to be good. <laughs> Get sick out of nowhere. Yeah. Literally just out of nowhere. He's like, do you know this happens every time every you just time. are in overdrive? And so I have a question for this. Yeah. For us women that have a difficulty working through trauma abandonment re- mm-hmm. being dropped mm-hmm. how do we even encourage ourselves to ask more for help because i ask once i it crash. is it is definitely something that you have to practice it does not come naturally to us mm. these types of women and it is something you have to actively pursue you have to you have to start doing it and it's not going to be easy mm. Um, I think that therapy helps in talking. These kinds of conversations help because you have someone that reminds you that you're not doing it alone, Mm -hmm. that reminds you, hey, you have a partner. Your partner has said, ask me. Here I am. And they, again, can't read minds, so they're not going to volunteer to take something off your plate. And their hands have probably been smacked the last time they tried to take something off your plate. So they're just waiting on you, right? Well, it's the smacking hand part. They're just waiting on you to tell them what to do because they don't want to do it wrong. Yeah. Right? That's big. So they don't jump in. Yeah. And help. And take like, over. How you wash the dishes and don't wipe the counters? See? Y'all, not- I just asked my husband to do something I mean, that's that I was church, dreading I asking understand. him to do. And yes. he texted me yesterday and was like, I love this new job I'm doing. Something that was like annoying to me was such a right. bother. And I was like, okay, I literally cannot do this. Please do this oh. for me. And he is so happy to be doing it. Yeah. So let that's them in. That's big. So, I got to stop slapping his hand because I was slapping that hand like a little bit. Get your ass. I'll figure it out. Yeah. But they need to be needed. That's so yes, good. Every, mm, we so all good. need to be needed. We mm. all mm. need to mm-hmm. feel needed for sure. I feel like we got our wifey keeps it spicy. Do you have some more spice? Because our last segment is supposed to be wifey keeps it spicy, but you have yeah. given us so I mean, much spice. Really yeah. Has. I mean, you know, so I'm sitting here thinking of something... <laughs> You got something else in that no, treasure no, no, chest? No, 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 I'm done, child. I'm done. <laughs> y'all don't want me out tonight. You woe out. Y'all don't want me out I was tonight. excited. I'm like, I got yes, a load of did. questions. And you did. Look. And you did. You came. You I'm, came ready. I'm excited. As yes. the new wife on the panel, representing for the new news okay. out here. Okay. How long have you been excited. married now? I feel like you've been married like at least three years. Well, thank you. In January, will be three. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Coming up I'm on three almost January. there. Okay, I'm excited. Right. So um, it's important, though. These conversations are super mm-hmm. important because I know I desire to be a wife forever, ever, ever. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about marriage. I didn't, And I grew Great. up in a home. My parents were married. Mm-hmm. I still didn't know nothing about marriage. Mm-hmm. I still didn't know how to be a wife. I still don't know how to be a wife. I'm yeah, figuring, you're it, figuring out it out every day. Because the thing girl. is, you're learning how to be a wife to this man. Mm-hmm. And what that looks like, anybody that's ever been divorced, like it looks different in every situation. You're learning how to make a home. Mm-hmm. And how to make a healthy, happy mm-hmm. home for your husband, for your babies, for yourself. And it's hard. Yeah. And we are not having enough of these conversations. Yeah. And so I applaud you guys for being able to do that. Like therapy. Yeah. The, look, the and the therapist. therapy. Listen, yeah. and Too. the answer is therapy. Uh, like an outlet. And not waiting until something crashes and burns oh. to do it. But, you know, that might be a whole nother. Do you episode. only work with sex? Like if people, oh, no, if no, people no, no, hear no, this no. and they hear your voice and they're like, I need some of that in my life. Yeah. No. So... I 
I work um, with individuals and couples. Um, some of them are partnered, some are not. I specialize in sex therapy, but I am classically trained as a mental health clinician. So I work yeah. with depression, anxiety, mood disorders, uh, relationship issues. It doesn't necessarily have to be sex, but I specialize in that area. So for the people, yes. and that's for anybody anywhere, they don't have to be in Atlanta. Oh, no, I am licensed in the state of Georgia, so you gotcha. would need to be receiving mail here. Got you. Okay. For me to... That part. <laughs> no, okay. that's right. For me so... to see you. And, and right now, right now, I will say I'm not accepting new patients. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean I won't be. So just check with me. My website um, for practice is myintimatedetails.com. Um, I'm also on uh, drtiffanytv.com. And I... I I was sitting here thinking a minute ago, and this is why I was laughing. I was like, I forgot like half of my little credentials. When you asked me to introduce myself, I'm an intimacy coordinator, which I haven't talked about. Um, I so part of part of one of the ways that I transition my uh, career because I do believe in multiple streams of things yes, of the coins. Um, I use my expertise in psychology and in sex to do work on camera and also behind the camera. So many of your um, intimate scenes, scenes with nudity, with simulated sex, things like that in television and film, I choreograph those. I work with the actors to make sure those things look real, even though they are not on camera. So um, what you see on camera is it comes a lot of times from Obviously, the actors and good writing, but also good intimacy coordinators who make sure that it looks as it should on camera. And that's who what I even do. knew that that was going Never on knew. behind the scenes, baby? A Not real production. Wow. Mm-hmm. Come on. Coaching them. You be coaching yeah. them together. Put I, your leg right we there. Gotta, you got to. Yes. Wow. Well, you got to hide the junk, too. Wow. And like Make sure that things aren't being seen that they don't want seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make sure everybody feels safe, too, because that is a very vulnerable position yeah. to be in. Are people mm-hmm. getting turned on? On the scene? Sometimes it does happen. Not and it's not like, you know, your body does it responds yeah. to things, right? You Rubbing can't, and touching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't you don't fault someone for that, but you also make sure that we have things in place to help with that. So it may be putting a barrier in between people so that there are things um keeping them body parts from touching. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you just need to kinda, okay, let's take a break for Calm a minute down. and get cool cooled off a little bit and then we can come back and do this yeah. at another time. So. Oof. Spicy. I know. Mm-hmm. Super. Super spicy. Okay, so you gave your website. Yes. Look in this camera right here and tell the people your social media so they can stay connected. Oh, everything is Dr. Tiffany TV. That's D-R-T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E TV. Um, and that is on Instagram. That is on um, TikTok. It's on YouTube. And then also DrTiffanyTV.com. Intimate Details Podcast. Intimate Details Podcast. Um, we will be coming back, I believe, in January we may have some stuff sprinkled in before then, but definitely hard in January. And we really do create an open space, just like you are, um, for people to come in and talk about the intimate details of their, of their lives, emotionally, physically. We talk about sex. We talk about relationships. We also talk about um, we talk about so many different things. We've talked about wine. We've mm-hmm. talked about, um, you know, different types of medical issues. We've had um, some GYNs on the show to talk about stuff that's going on with females i mean it, it we talk about wow. everything 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 tales. runs no, it really phenomenal. really runs yeah and so it's been a really great podcast to do i've had a lot of fun with it and um 
so much so that I needed a little bit of a break to kind of recalibrate. Oh, it was and heavy. It, it, it was very heavy. And mm. it made me kind of readjust kind of how I wanted to do this next season mm. and next iteration of episodes. And I'm really excited for what we have going forward. Oh, We're yeah. excited. Because okay. if, if y'all enjoy this episode, you definitely have to make sure you go over and subscribe. Thank you. Thank to you. To Dr. Tiff's podcast. Thank you very much. Details. We'll Ace make sure we link it down below. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, sis. Spice, jalapenos. <laughs> yes. I want to see habanero peppers in the comments, Fire okay? Fire. Because Let's... bomb.com. Yes, yes. If wifey don't know how to keep it spicy after this episode, sis, that ain't your right husband, okay? okay? Dr. Tiff said if your body ain't responding, it ain't you, boo. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It ain't uh -oh. your body, it's your boo. I, I mean, it could. I, there's a I lot said. of things. Yeah, you guys. I, I, I said I, That was me. Yeah, okay. that's what you Watch heard. That's what you heard. Come looking for me. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, all share this things. video, all of the things. This is a grown woman TV original. See you next week.